0: Hello and welcome to we're watching what I'm your host Dana or the DHK as I'm known and three things up for review this week first there's the new Idris Elba film Beast then there's the new Marvel show She Hulk spoiler free as always and then there's a new Apple TV plus show called Bad Sisters first up is a movie called Beast and I cannot recall a time in recent memory at least that I have seen a film in which the characters are so stupid. Every decision they make in this should have led to their demise. This movie should have been about 30 minutes long max based on the logic and behavior patterns of the characters in it. And yet somehow it's a whole 90 minutes, which honestly is probably the nicest thing I can say about it is that it was only 90 minutes long. And I was like, yep, yeah, all right, there we go. It stars Idris Elba and he plays this father to two teenage daughters and they go to Africa and then they face off against a lion, <laughs> which, okay, fine. I'm, I'm on board for that because I love sci-fi channel original movies. I love, you know, creature films like that. But the logic, oh my God, this the logic of the film is is mind-boggling to me. So I don't want to harp too much. I, the teenage daughters are really what got me because they, I guess, behave in a way that I'm like, yeah, I suppose if you were panicked and being attacked by a lion and all these things, you would be uh, loud and, and screechy and all these things. But logic just goes out the window for some of these characters. Like, don't, just don't go, don't go, I, oh my God. I don't, I don't want to spoil it, but I'm also just like dumb. Everyone was dumb. And then this, this is the tiniest of tiny spoilers, but it's not that, like nobody in this movie knows how to use a walkie talkie, which really got under my skin at a certain point because they kept, you know, people would be like talking, but nobody was holding down the thing. But obviously the other character could hear them. And, you know, there, there were times when clearly nothing was holding it down. That is the level of logic that this movie is operating at and that there is no logic and it doesn't care because it. it, it that's, I guess it's just not who it's intended for. Idris is fine, you know, I think he does a fine job. Charlto Copley plays his BFF, which is a funny, weird dynamic. I, guess I was like, oh, I guess you're the token white friend here. The daughters are played by Ayana Holly and Leah Jeffries, who, again, I feel like they are doing what the director told them to do and what the script told them to do but it i just wanted to scream at them like like i wanted i was rooting for the lion at many points because everything they did put themselves in harm's way and i was like you know what you deserve this like you i i'm sorry to say like you deserve this again based on the choices you have made you you are putting yourself in these situations so if you're okay with that level of frustration and like that type of movie this might be for you but you know and then the other thing is the cg in it i'm going to talk a lot about cg this week but the cg in it is like if this if your centerpiece is a lion and i guess yeah it might be harder at this point in life to train lions than it is to use cg lions but technology has advanced so much <laughs> can you if that's like the uh, the main character or the second main character in your film please invest more in it actually no i'm sorry please invest more in your plot and then you can invest more in the cg i, I you yeah, know i this is why jaws is still One of the go to's where it's just like, yeah, sometimes the less you show, the better and more intense it is. I had an okay time at this. I didn't have a bad time. People seemed to enjoy a couple parts of it. They were very like crowd pleasing moments. But overall, I didn't need to be in a theater for this. For me, I wish it had been campier because then I could have at least been like, haha, okay, it's aware of how stupid everyone is behaving. But also they're trying to position these characters as like educated or intelligent or, you know, just not idiots. And yet the, everything they do is idiotic. I, I, I couldn't get over it. But if that is something that you are willing to overlook and you're just like, cool, I like the trailer, Beast movie. Great, I'm in. More power to you. I am only going to give this a two and a half out of five. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. And I'm back. Next up, I have She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, and I've seen the first four episodes. Obviously, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I will. I will, I have to admit it. I was on the fence when I started watching this. Originally, very excited for this. I love Jessica Gao. She's the executive producer, showrunner. She's in charge of the whole thing. Uh, she was a writer on Rick and Morty. She had a podcast called Whiting Wong's, which I once got to be on and so you know I have been aware of her work for a very long time I knew this was coming for a very long time I'm rooting for this I also generally like Tatiana Maslani, I am not a orphan black person not, not just because I never got into it you know but I will acknowledge I struggled with the first episode and which is why I'm glad they gave me more episodes but It makes it hard for everyone else who is only getting one episode this week. My biggest challenge with the first episode of the show is that we got a lot of the plot points and a lot of the bane beats in the promotional materials and that's not the show's fault, right? That's marketing's fault. So you know i i think that it's doing a lot of foundational work in this first week you are relying on the fact that mark ruffalo is here as bruce banner or you know mostly mostly hulk mark ruffalo is there which i was like okay i get it you know you get him to show up a little bit as a human and then uh, you can just use his voice it's probably a lot easier to do i i i wish they had held a lot of it back uh, from the promo materials again there are things that happen in later episodes where i'm like well they would have been more fun to just discover these things but I will say now, having seen four episodes of it, the thing that this show does so well is female dynamics, uh, you know, both in the workplace, friendships, dating, that there's a dating episode that made me laugh very hard. She-Hulk is very self-aware, which as are the comics, uh, the comics also break the fourth wall, you know, in not exactly Deadpool style, but it's, it's, they're not ripping them off. Like it's, it's just a thing. I think people are going to have to wrap their heads around it. And I had to wrap my head around the fact that this is a 30 minute TV comedy. This is not the depressing trauma, blah, 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 every other Marvel show we've seen pretty much to this point, except for, I would say, Ms. Marvel is on the lighter side. You know, um, uh, Thor's have been somewhat on the lighter side. This one is like a straight up comedy with obviously like superhero things happening. The thing, the other thing that really was tough for me is the CG in it, and again I said I'd talk a lot about it this week, they've clearly figured out Hulk. What they have not figured out or invested as much into, as far as I was concerned, is She Hulk. And I could go, I will probably talk about this a lot. There's a couple factors. One, Hulk has more texture to his skin. Uh he has hair, which I know uh, like body hair, which I know sounds strange, but they, you know, they were willing to make him a little more like nitty-grittier and I think because She-Hulk is a female character they want her to be smoother and all these things but then as a byproduct she reads slightly more uncannily to me so I really struggle also like the CG clothes they have her in just don't I'm like come on you beast I kind of can excuse because like you did a one-time lion for Marvel I'm like you have been doing CG superheroes for so long how can you still not have this down pat I find it a little off-putting And it's tough because we do spend a lot of time with the She-Hulk version of her. Uh, Tatiana Raslani's parts are like great. I, you know, I I think those are fine and fun. For me, the later episodes were better, which is tough to say for people who are only getting one episode a week, which is another strange thing. Uh, Yeah, I usually we get a couple uh, to introduce us and keep us going. But this, they are like, nope, it's one a week, which is a move. The other thing I will say is, and again, this has been in the promo, so I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything. I do love that Wong is here. I think the show knows that we love Wong is here. I love that he's essentially our Nick Fury. I just, I love what they do with him. I want more of that. And I know the show is technically She-Hulk, but I was like, I, when is Wong getting his own project? And and can Jessica Gao work on it? That's my other question. But at the end of the day, one, it doesn't matter. Marvel weeks are bi-weeks. You're going to watch it no matter what, because you care about what happens to the greater universe and also what else you're gonna do. And two, I do think at its core, It's a good show. We just all really have to recalibrate what our expectations are. It builds into being a good show. And I don't know if this is good or bad, but one of my favorite things about it is every mid credit scene, like the mid credit scenes were chef's kiss. And I'm like, I almost wish this level of consistency was through every episode. Some of them have more peaks and valleys, but I think there are enough peaks that it's Again, you're going to continue with it. And also, it's not like at this point in the MCU you can just drop into something and She-Hulk is going to be your very first, you know, introduction to these characters or this entire universe. So it is what it is. I also sincerely hope people over like don't come at this from a misogynist angle. I know that there are going to be people out there who want to write this show off because it has a female protagonist. But, you know, don't. Uh, in spite of some of the things I've mentioned in this episode, I still think it, you know, roller coaster, more peaks than valleys. I enjoyed it. You're going to watch it. We're all going to watch it. The last thing I have this week is a show called Bad Sisters. It's out on Apple TV And I had read the description of it briefly and then completely forgot about it. So when I started watching it, I was like, what's happening here? It's a murder mystery. And it stars Sharon Horgan, Anne-Marie Duff, Eva Berthisti, Sarah Green, and Eve Hilsen. And it's about sisters. And again, I think it's a show that does female dynamics very well. It's a show that does family dynamics well. I don't want to talk too much about the plot because it's a mystery and where's the fun at that but I do think it's nice to have again two shows actually this week with uh, three-dimensional female characters in it on multiple three-dimensional female characters usually we get like two if we're lucky these are multiple cast members who are really doing well so Bad Sisters on Apple TV Plus. You know, if you can stand Family drama. I didn't want to call it Big Little Lies-ish because it's very much not that vibe. But for some reason, it evoked something like a Big Little Lies to me. Again, I think it's just the female ensemble factor and that we don't get a ton of those. So it's hard to compare them to other things. But uh, technically, this one's a comedy. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. Bad Sisters on Apple TV Plus. Check it out. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.